Good morning, everybody. How are you today? This is Latasha Martin, and this is our morning message with a biblical foundation. So if this is your first time watching me on live stream, if you are on Periscope, give us some hearts. If you're on YouTube, follow and subscribe so you can get this message and more. And then if you are on Facebook, that means that you are one of the collaborators. And then there's a new audience today. So if you are on the podcast, then I just want to say thank you for joining today. Today's topic is called Pulse Check. Pulse Check. Pulse Check. So I'm going to go ahead and take a moment to pray. And then we're going to jump into our message today. It will be coming out of the book of Matthew. So if you have a digital or hard copy of the word, I would encourage you to grab that. So dear God, dear God, we thank you so much for bringing us together today. You are an awesome God who is worthy to be praised. Lord God, I just thank you so much for, um, for showing me tangibly all the people that love and care about me. I appreciate that, God. And dear Lord, I pray that anyone under the sound of my voice understands that they are loved also. Um, So much by you that you use people to engage with them, to support them, and to lift them up when they're feeling down, and to celebrate with them when they're feeling good. And so, dear God, I thank you for this today. Um, I pray that you come in and you consume the atmosphere, and you help me to stay focused on what I should be focused on. So we thank you for all these things. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. You know what? I'm going to grab my pink Bible. I was going to read a digital copy, but I'm going to read the pink Bible. So please hold. So our scripture, hey, good morning, Shannon. Um, Our scripture today is coming out of the book of Matthew. And because I had planned on using a digital copy, I didn't have the uh, hard copy ready. But let us go to a what I call a familiar passage. If you've been with us as collaborators for any period of time, you've heard me reference different pieces of this particular text. But today, the Holy Spirit had me waking up um, in real time, focusing in on this word. And so let's go into it. It's the sixth chapter, and we're going to be starting at the 25th verse. So there's a lot of text that I'll be reading this morning. And then there's a certain area that we're going to stay focused on. As you can see, for oh, you can't see my Bible because of the other light that's on. But I read this text very often. It's highlighted. It's circled. It's got pink lines and red lines and all those things. But today's topic is um, pulse check. And so let's go ahead and read the word. And then I want to share with you a story that God dropped into my brain as I was preparing. So therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life. What will you eat or drink or about your body? What you will wear? It is not is not life more important than food and the body more important than clothes. Look at the birds in the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in burns. And yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you much more valuable than they? Who of you by worrying can add a single hour to his life? Who of you by worrying can add a single hour to his life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the lilies of the fields grow. They do not labor or spend. Yet I tell you that Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you? O you of little faith, O you of little faith. So do not worry 
saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things and your heavenly father knows that you are in need of them. But seek ye first the kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble on its own. Each day has enough trouble of its own. So I'm reading this text to you for today and we're putting it in context with a title today called Pulse Check. And so if you've been with me for any period of time, as I mentioned, that is a familiar passage. And what you'll see from time to time in this group or different areas in my life, what I realized is that um, I'm a person who's goal driven, but my goals are driven by the goals that I have in my mind. And what I realized um, after what I shared yesterday in reference to just, you know, we have our plans and God's agenda. What I also realized is that there is an importance of taking a pulse check. So when God dropped in my spirit this morning, this topic or this area of a pulse check, I was sitting there saying to myself, I was like, okay, self, in my brain, what a pulse check meant was that every now and then you take a pulse check. And the reality is, is that the context of a pulse check, the most important thing, if you're beginning to run or exercise, the most important pulse check to kind of level set where you are so that you can see where you're going is your resting heart rate. Didn't know this until today because I am not a doctor and I don't play one anywhere. Matter of fact, I don't even probably pay attention to many of the numbers in my life. And so as I was reading this, it said that if you're beginning to run, you should take a, a pulse check because there's so many people. I mean, there is a message here today. There are so many of us who buy gadgets and technology and all of these trinkets to measure where we're going, but we never take the moment to do the initial pulse check to track the progress of how far we've actually gone. Let me tell you why this like bless my whole life today. I love technology, but an, a piece of technology that I can't wear is I can't wear wearable technology all day. I can't. It physically has an impact on my life. So you will not see me with an Apple Watch. You will not see me with a Fitbit. You will not see me with any type of wearable technology. The most technology that you'll ever see me carrying is a phone. And even Bluetooth ear AirPods, I've got multiple pairs. I can only wear those in little, little segments because I'm aware of my body. And it was crazy because there were all these things going, around, going wrong with me physically, I want to say a few years ago, and I couldn't figure it out. And the Holy Spirit was like, take the gadgets off. Listen, I didn't even think this is where this message was going today. Take the gadgets off. Just do the work. Just take the gadgets off. And it bothered me because I had become so dependent on technical things in my life, including the wearables, to track my progress in areas that were so irrelevant. And I even used to say to myself, you know what? If you look at people who are really fit and really in shape, they don't wear a lot of gadgets to measure the bar at like a minimum of what I want. They just go out and they do the work. 
but they also, if they're a pure person that really does a lot of workout stuff, they understand the science and they understand other things that you don't understand if you're not truly an athlete who's like striving for um, excellence in that key performance of a person that's doing physical things. So I was like, okay, God, but I'm not understanding the connection. And what, what God wanted me to do is he wanted to transition and get my whole life right. So last night when I was recording this podcast, I was like, I'm taking a time out. So like there's a certain area of some stuff um, that I was working on. And I'm literally like, God was like, you need to do like a timeout because you never did a pulse check. Like you never, like you never checked in before you started something that was so huge to evaluate. Like, where are you right now? Like, where are you at this moment? Like, where did, where were you when you started? And so it's interesting because so many people in the world, they do these things, right? Like, like I know one of my, I shouldn't, well, I do, I like, I, when I'm walking and I'm walking by myself, there's like a song set. And one of the song sets that I used to listen to as I started gaining miles and it wasn't break, like hurting me so much is there's that song by Drake, right? Started from the bottom, now we here. <laughs> Started from the bottom, now my whole crew's here, whatever. I'm probably making up my own words. But, but, but what it inspired me is, is I would listen to that when I was on the furthest mile getting ready to do my cool down. Because what I realized through this analogy is all I was trying to do when I first started walking, my pulse check was, God, can I make it a mile without my feet hurting and me being out of breath and me being physically exhausted? Exhausted. So, so the pulse check, the heart rate, the resting heart rate in the morning the beginning of anything that you're doing, ladies and gentlemen, is, is you need to do a check-in before you start. Because if you don't do that initial check-in, this is where the enemy will get in your head and mess your whole life up. Because what will happen is you won't be able to celebrate how far you've come because you've been using false indicators of tracking your progress instead of just checking in and saying, God, like I'm trying to be consistent so that God can honor you and you can enjoy the present and you can enjoy the day. Today, I just haphazardly jumped on the scale. And I was like, like God, I hadn't did a pulse check because in the beginning it was such a disastrous situation that I just got out there and did things. So why, why is the title today pulse check? before I go in into all of my own personal stuff. Because as I'm sharing this message with you and I'm thinking of the reference of our message today, which is really is, therefore do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble on its own. What I'm here to tell you today, ladies and gentlemen, is this. We are not enjoying the moment because we haven't done a pulse check to even understand like, where are we in all these aspects of our lives that we say are so important, but we have no indicators, no true indicators of what God has done for us and through us and brought us from and delivered us from? Because one thing that I know for sure through this past experiences, good or bad, when we start to create habits, instead of focusing on the values and the priorities, 
good or bad, they can become a bad thing if we don't do pulse checks. So let's take it out of the health realm. Let's take it in setting goals. Like when you look at high performing companies, high performing companies do pulse checks. They do these things called gap analysis, or they have these indicators called um, the, the key performance indicators, meaning that they understand that success looks like this because they have did a pulse check of where we are and where we desire to be. And so that's the beginning. Their resting heart rate is where are they right now? And for us, our resting heart rates in life is where are we now? And some of us need to pause and just stop the madness and take a check-in and then ask ourselves some real serious questions about why am I worrying about this and that? Like, why am I doing things that are contradicting God's word when it says for us not to worry? It tells us clearly, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink about your body or what you will wear. Is life not more important than food and the body more important than clothes? And then it talks about the pagans. You know, we I'm not going to talk about you because where I have come and God has delivered me from is I do not challenge when people are like these outliers extremists. I don't because I recognize that it takes a lot of discipline to having extreme something good or bad, good or bad. When somebody's extreme, they're usually what we call outliers. They've done a pulse check and they've made an intentional decision that they want something different for their lives. The difference between where I have come with that, because I used to set these crazy goals for myself, they were unrealistic. One of my coaches used to remind me all the time. She said, you got like this clock in your brain of these unrealistic times that nobody's challenging you to except for you. And so I need you to think about why. Why is that important? Why is it important that you make that time frame? Why is it important that you chase after those things, which is why it's so important to have accountability in your life, especially if you're trying to grow in an area. And so what God was reminding me of this morning as I was sitting there, quite frankly, very frustrated and disappointed in myself. He said, I need you to let that go for seven days. I said, seven, seven days, God, for real? I need you to let that go for seven days. Just lay it at the foot of the cross, let it go and focus on some other things right now. And it's so funny that when you make these declarations, when you say to yourself, and he gave me this passage last night, the, he gave me literally, he was like, seek ye first the kingdom of God. I'm like, okay, I thought that I did. He said, and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble on its own. And what God was saying to me is enjoy the day. Like no matter what is going on in your life, Seven days is not going to kill you to literally and intentionally say, put that on the shelf over there. Don't touch the software. Don't touch that work. Just leave it alone for seven days. I don't know who needs to hear a message about something you need to leave alone, 
for a certain period of time. Give me a number one. If God is like resonating, getting all up in your shanana, like reminding you that there's some things that you need to say that in my weakness, he is made strong. But for right now, I've been trying to do it on my own strength. And so I need to put it on a shelf for a few days and I need to lay it at the foot of the cross. What's that song? I think it's, um, well, when, when, wait, how does it go? When I start worrying, whatever, what is that song? Let go, let God. No, that's not it. What is there? As soon as I stopped worrying, that's when things started happening. And there's, I'm telling you, that is really true. Like I probably will listen to that on my warm up today. And so for some of us, we need to do a pulse check. We need to check in and ask ourselves, like, am I running around with no real reasons of why I'm worrying and, and trying to accomplish all that? Let me check in with the king and see what he has to say about my agenda. Let me check in with God and say, you know what? Is there some things I need to lay at the foot of the cross because I have been trying to do this on my own strength and it's just not working out. See, the definition of sanity, insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over and over again and getting the same results. The thing is, what I realized about the enemy and imposter syndrome and all of these crazy things is that when you get stuck in a rut, you go back to what you know instead of who you know. Oh, that's a word right there. When you get stuck in a rut, you go back to the things that are familiar to you and you can't press into what you know to be true. And then you don't even realize that you're out of control because you're not even taking a pulse check. I want to leave with this analogy. This is what I tell people all the time when they're so quick to judge people who have addictions, whether it's a drug addiction, they think they're chasing after money. Nobody starts that way, right? Nobody wakes up in the morning and says, you know what? I want to be addicted to opioids, which is not enough anymore. So I'm going to be a heroin addict. And now I'm strung out on crack. Like nobody wakes up in the morning and says that just so we can be clear. And socioeconomic and all of these other things, it doesn't matter. Nobody starts out like that. Nobody wakes up in the morning and says, you know what? I want to be like super overweight where I can barely see parts of my body anymore and I can't walk. Like nobody starts that way. Nobody starts out and says, you know what? I want to drop out of whatever I'm doing in life. And I just think that I can't make it to that next level economically, educationally. Like nobody starts out that way. The problem is we listen to the world and we don't do a pulse check and remind ourselves that he knew me before I was formed in my mother's womb. And as I got older and I thought that I was wiser, I started to go on my own strength. And I forgot about the simple things that I do not need to worry and I need to enjoy the day. And so then I became consumed with the area that the world said was a failure instead of focusing on God don't make no mess. And then I can't enjoy today because I'm so worried about tomorrow on things that I can't even control. So my word for you today is to take a pulse check. Take a pulse check. And ask yourself, what am I doing and what am I doing it for? And allow God to just minister all through you. And it might be a very emotional encounter, especially when you're like, well, I don't know enough text to really have that conversation with God. Nah, I want you to just go have one of those conversations like you've never had before and just get naked with God. Like, it, I don't even believe I said that. You can use the book if you want to, but like get naked with God and just say to him, like everything that's going on all up in you, 
and have that authentic conversation so that you can acknowledge where you are. Because it's not until you do the pulse check of where you are that you can begin to see the beauty of all that's happening. When you stop believing the lies in your mind and start believing what the word of God says is true about you. And then the biggest key is then you can enjoy today because tomorrow is so far away. And at the end of the day, it's not promised to us. And so I want to encourage you today to take a pulse check. Take a pulse check. Check, 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 check. Take a pulse check. And I want you to be encouraged by that today. God is so good. He is. Pulse check. That's the title for today. So dear God, we thank you so much for this word. We thank you so much for reminding us not to worry about anything. Dear God, I pray that anyone that's hearing this message today and they may not even realize how exhausted they are until they give themselves permission to put it on the shelf, to lay it down at the foot of the cross and just let go and let God. It's such a cliche, but I thank you this morning when you showed me how exhausted I was mentally. Didn't even realize that you could be so mentally tired that it could take a toll on your whole body. And dear God, I thank you for the refreshing that you're in the renewing that you're going to do over the next seven days. Dear God, I'm so thankful for it. And dear God, I pray that any person that makes a decision that they want to lay something down, I hope that they are aware of the enemy, that the enemy recognizes it also. And temptation is going to come in strong and it's not going to look ugly. It's going to look like it's something they should do. But God, I pray that they keep their mind focused on you. I pray that they can enjoy the day. Dear God, I thank you so much for just being here, being consistent and amazing because you are just all that we need. So we thank you for these things in Jesus name. Amen. 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 Have an amazing day, ladies and gentlemen. Um, love you much. If you're trying to find the podcast, it's called Power to Choose Latasha Martin. It's on all of the streaming networks. It's on iTunes. It's on a Apple. It's on whatever those other things are, Spotify, whatever the places where podcasts are played. It's on all those things. Um, so enjoy. Love you much. Have a great day. Bye-bye.